Hey, what's up, Brian? I uh, figured I'd get your voicemail. I know you're probably uh, getting set up for the podcast, but uh, hey, listen, uh, I've had to stop by the gas station real quick. Uh, I'm a little low on gas, and so I'm going to let you know I'm going to be a little... Hold up. There are two dudes in freaking suits running at me right now. What the hell is going on? It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. I mean... We're a little bit further than 106 miles away from Chicago, but hell, I'm down. Let's go. Hey, Brian, look, I lied, man. I said I was about to uh, about to come and be at the show. Yeah, I, I'm I'm booking it to Chicago with these two dudes and some sunglasses, man. Hit it. To the Happening Pod with my dear good friend Brian Baldwin. Uh, I'm Mac Holland. This is week six of high school football season. It is, man. We're, it's we're, flying by. Man, it is. Uh, you know, like football <laughs> season flies by so quick, man. Yeah, like the best of things do, right? Yeah, but like the like. I, of course, I'm thinking about professional, but like NBA, NHL, MLB. It seems like they last a year at a time, and then like football season's gone. You're like, oh well. Crap, I missed. Time <laughs> flies yes. when you're having fun. That's exactly well, it's right. It's good to see you again. Yeah, you too. It's good to Absolutely. see you. Well, we got some – I'm going to be real honest. Best with, week of the year. I was about to say, real honest with the listeners that, that, that check us out every week. Last week was a little bit of a down week in matchups. It was yeah. folks getting ready for division play, sure. um, kind of fine-tuning some things, getting some injuries taken care of. This week, heavyweight matchups. Oh, I mean, yeah. it really is. It's it's folks finishing up right before the division play starts. They're, they're playing some big matchups, and we got some division play starting uh pretty soon so it's gonna this is this is a big time of year so let's uh let's get started yeah, let's what do you jump think? right in all right cool let's uh, start right off with a corinth at charleston you know i don't know how they scheduled this but that was like that was really smart on both coaching staff's parts like i think both because you know they didn't i don't think they played last year and it's probably a home this year home home and home this year next year but it's two coaches that said you know what we're a 3a north power and we have been forever in charleston and let's find somebody that we think is going to contend in the North that's going to give us a different look offensively, and you couldn't have found anybody better than Corinth. Now, I've never been, but from what I understand, Charleston is a sack of hell to play at. I have been to a game at Charleston. Okay. A few years ago uh, when South Haven was 6A, uh, yeah. I went when I was living up that way and my dad was coaching there, went down to Charleston to watch them play South Haven, a much okay. bigger school. South Haven yeah. had some D1 athletes, sure. some uh, track state champion type oh, level yeah. athletes. Charleston worked them. Man, Charleston, <laughs> and this is you, – you'll appreciate this. Charleston is that one school in the state, and I, I can't really think of anybody else like this. You may can. But Charleston's that one school in the state that they don't – they're going to contend for state title every year, but they're not going to win one. But, like, once every – they may win two in a row and then not win one for, like, another 14 years. But the, you know they're always in it. But they are the sneakiest school about having D1 guys. For real. I feel like every year I look up and Charleston's got an old Miss commit. It, it, it just like dead serious. The, like you're right. It, it seems like every year they've got to go. Got to go into Southern. And got to go into Ole Miss. The years that they are winning state championships is when that guy plays quarterback. 
You know what I mean? Or, yeah, or he's a running and, and back corner, and yeah, he turns he, kicks. He and, might not be a quarterback in college, but, but he's he handles the best the ball. athlete yeah. on the field yeah. every time. They've always played. got linebackers. They've always oh got a safety. They're always huge. Yeah, and they've fast. got they've got three running backs who look identical back there in the backfield. Usually, you yeah. know what I mean. So any one of them. And old the school, they're they're gonna they're gonna get out and they're gonna run it right down your throat. Yeah, yeah. So this is gonna be a grind fest. Them in Corinth. Uh, Man, look at Corinth. I think the game. You know, it's like you always say it. So, like, man, yeah. look what God did. Look, man, look at Corinth. Like beating Olive Branch, taking Tupelo to the wire. Yeah. This is a team that's four and one now. Could easily be five and zero oh with a break here and there against Tupelo. If they were five and zero, oh, they'd be the number one ranked team in their class in the state. There's no question. It would be. And I think that Corinth has announced itself with this tough early season schedule as a serious, serious contender in four A. And you know, we could look ahead all we want to. You know, you're looking at at Louisville, Greenwood, Corinth. It's they're they're going to be somewhere in that mix, and there's going to be a unbelievable game to go watch when you see Corinth line up against one of these teams deep in the playoffs. As far as this game, I like a. I mean, I don't want to say a shootout, but I think that you're going to see some points. You're going to see some big plays out of run formations. Uh, I like Corinth in a tight one. I like Corinth in a tight one as well. Uh, they don't run the same offense, but they have similar offensive theories and strategies. Yes. Uh, I really feel like the folks from Corinth will be back on their way home pretty quick. Clock's going to run. That's you right. Know what I mean? Depending on how many touchdowns are scored. That's right. Stopping the clock. But uh, I really feel like it's going to be a good game. I like Corinth in a close one as well. I really good do. Deal. Uh, moving right along, we got Houston at Itawamba AHS. If there was one we've had circle for quite a minute, it's this one. I know, man. And uh, we, we've actually been talking about this game for about four weeks now, looking at scores. Houston has just been, you know, Ty Harden's guys have been the cardiac kids. Uh, they've probably won a couple games they maybe shouldn't have, uh, not necessarily because they're not better, but because they were behind the eight ball and just found a way to win. Uh, had some injuries, had some suspensions, some here and there's. Uh, if Houston can be at full strength this Friday night, and even if they're not quite at full strength, they're going to get up for this one. This has been a good game for a handful of years in a row. And then here we have Itawamba that's just been – they had their first real test at Senatobia this past week and, and squeaked out one. So now they've been in a tight game. Houston's been in a couple more tight ones. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen this game, but I just know that there's going to be some points scored. There's going to be points scored. You know, like you said, uh, Houston grinding things out. Oh, yeah. uh, that Just, uh, you know, through rumor mill and back channels that I've been trying to, you know, network through the week, <laughs> uh, they, they do have the injury bug still kind of bugging oh, yeah. them. So, uh, but I really – I'll never count them out. If there's one team that's gonna that's gonna pull off a win at Itawamba, yeah, probably when they're not the favorite, it's gonna be this. And Houston we're going team. to this. And we're absolutely this is, you know, we're going. We're gonna eat before. We're gonna see if we can get some folks on board from Fulton and maybe even Houston as well. Uh, man, this one, I am more. I mean, this is not a disservice to any of the other Fish House Fridays we've been to, but I am more excited about this one than I think I will be of any all year. Me too. And I'll tell you a funny thing. And this is a uh, this is this is the podcast. I can kind of speak to this a little bit. When I was in junior college at Itawamba. There weren't many really good fish house type things to eat at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back oh, then. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that I sure. knew about, you know. Um, and a couple of them have sprung up in the past 20 yeah. years since I left there. And I'm getting to go back. There's something other than tasty treats, is what I'm getting yeah. at. <laughs> Pazan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I'm really, that's, I'm cool. It's going to be cool. I'm excited to go back there, uh, see some spots that I used to no doubt. hang out and uh, eat some fish with you. It's going to be fun. This is going to be one that we're going to be able to stick around at for a little while. I mean, at least a half before yeah. we got to get back to the school board for show. For sure. For sure. Man, I, I have, I'm not even going to make a prediction, Brian. I, I like, I like this one to be like 28 27 at halftime. Okay. I like that. Um, I'm not going to make a prediction either. 
and because uh, I, I, I think it's really too close to call. Because um, if I was to make a prediction, um, and I, it, I would be wrong. So I'm not going to make one on the air. But I will say this: I think the last team with the ball wins. I agree. I think the last team. And with the ball I wins. think both teams are going to do a really good job game planning this week of taking away the other strength. In other words, I feel like Houston is going to say, "You're not going to beat us with Ike Chandler and Dade Sistrunk running the football. We're going to make him throw to somebody." Vice versa, I think that I think that Itawamba is going to make Red Parker throw the ball down. You know, I, I think right. both teams are going to isolate the run game. We're going to get to see some. I hope that we're going to get to see a lot of one on ones outside the numbers and see if some guys can make some plays on both sides of the ball. So uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this one. Absolutely. Well, um, let's see here. Moving right along here. Um, oh, a uh, man. <laughs> Speaking of heavyweights, oh gosh, uh, we got uh, South Panola at Starkville. Where you been? Ding, ding, ding. Where you been, old USP? Ladies and gentlemen, if there's, if there's ever uncharacteristically and you know, I want to say like undeservedly, somebody flying under the radar at five and zero, oh, it's South Panola. Yeah. <laughs> now I have got a chance to watch them play, and I can tell you this. I saw them beat Tupelo the first game of the year. Tupelo played well. South Panola played well. It was a really good high school football game. Um, South Panola has got a kid that plays running back by the name of Janari Dean. He is a Mississippi State commit. And I'm, you know, from of the of the six weeks that we've watched football, I have not seen a better football player than this kid right here. Tupelo game plan to stop him and did a good job. Did a really good job. But man, he has got a second gear. He has got guys that can really block and know how to spring him outside and into some holes. He can make people miss. He can run people over, and he has got blazing speed once he gets behind everybody. Startville is most certainly going to have their hands full. I look back to a couple of weeks ago. Uh, West Point gave up, or Startville gave up three hundred something plus yards on the ground to West Point. Yep. Obviously, that's West Point. That's what they do. But they're going to have to be on their p's and q's to stop this kid because South Panola does. So, West Point, you know what you get with West Point. West Point lines up. You know, stacks right next to each other, feet next to each mm-hmm. other on the lineman. They're coming right at you one Bulldoze way or the other. Yep. Yes. Sal Panola has got unique ways of getting Dean the ball. They're going to put him in a slot, get him on sweeps. They're going to let him play some wildcat, mm-hmm. direct snaps. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Now, on the Startville side, it looks like they've started to find their footing. They have. Probably toughest schedule in the state to start off. You know, they played Brandon. They played Oxford. They played West Point. They played Knoxville, Louisville. They're tested. Starville is considerably tested. They've played a tougher schedule to this point than most people will over a span of five or six years out of conference. Mm-hmm. There's really no edge in this game. Is it? Did you say it was at South Panola? Or at Starville. At Starville. So, slight edge would have to go to Starville on their field. Right. Uh, it will be a monster crowd. If you're going to this game, you better get there at 530 because if you don't, there will not be a seat. Yeah, good luck eating at Obie. It's not happening. Oh, you pick somewhere else. There's plenty <laughs> of places to eat in Starville. Yeah. But I expect, uh, I expect, you know, Stroud would be able to move the ball through the air. It's kind of yeah. what's been their identity this year. Um, you know, they've got an SEC running back and a Marion Howard uh, as a junior. And they're, I mean, this is going to be a good football game, but I actually look for both defenses to really step up this game. I like that. Well, you know, you got two different styles on offense, like you oh, said. Yeah. Uh, Starville's more likely to sling it around, even though they ha- do have an, all, an, an oh, yeah. all-state running back back there. Um, Janari Dean might be the least talked about Superstar. Superstar of the last decade. I agree. And he is the least talked about Salpanola SEC commit of the last yeah. decade. Um, I think it might be in part because he's going to Mississippi State and sure. not right down the street in Ole Miss. Um, but he's going to have a breakout week this week, I think. Man. I, I really do. Though I like him in the Wildcat. And yeah. the reason is, he gives you an extra blocker. 
You know what I mean? It takes away the quarterback. Oh, 100%. Right. You know, give him an extra blocker and a head of steam, and he's going to put six on the board. And I, I, this is actually pretty cool, and we'll have to give her a shout-out for this. Mackenzie Simon at the Clarion Ledger, you know, yeah. she does the Dandy Dozen, and yeah. she did his. She does a great job. Oh, she really does. And she did – this year they did something a little different. They did a profile on each player and kind of talked about what they do, what they're off the – you know, what they do outside of football. This kid is a – horse aficionado he's got he rides horses he he tames them he hot walks them he he knows how to change shoes it's really really cool but no it's this this kid reminds i can tell you the less kid this kid reminds me of he's not quite as stacked up but the way he moves i watched tupelo play columbus about four years ago at Mm -hmm. tupelo he reminds me of kylan hill Mm, man and it's just so ironic that he just so happens to be going to mississippi state kylan hill may be going to the draft uh, this kid will have a chance to play major, major college football immediately when he hits the state. But as far as the game goes, I like a grind out. I think both teams try to control the clock. Uh, I'm going to have to give a slight edge to start, well, just because they're at home. Okay. Something like a 21 to 19, 21 to 17 kind of ball game uh, would not surprise me at all if Salpinola won. I think Salpinola wins the game. Okay. Uh, and and I'm not, not just to go opposite of what you, I just have a feeling about kind of their resurgence right now. Well, and you know, they're, they're, I think, again, they're undeservedly disrespected right. right now. I mean, across the state, everybody's like, man, you know, they're not back. They're not and, bad. And like, well, they're not. I can tell you, if there's ever a coach of any team in this state in any sport, South Panola will be so <laughs> fired up. Because they've been better than everybody they've played so far. Never. This game they might not, not be, but they will work so hard this week. It's, it's, this may be actually the best game that comes out of these five, like as far as how it's played out. Ooh, man, that's – that's, that's high praise. That's high praise. I know. That really is wild. Well, we're going to move on. Uh, Tupelo at Hernando. Oh, man. The Golden yeah. Wave go play the Tigers over yeah. there on you Highway know, 55. Tupelo's had a tough schedule this year, man. I don't um, – you know, I, I think that Tupelo is, is, is kind of starting to get an identity. Uh, one thing that high school football coaches love is to be multiple on offense. They, be, they like balance, in other words. You always look at – and I found this out just being around high school football coaches. If you ask them, you know, hey, man – we ran for 230 yards in the first half. Why did we come out slinging it in the second? Every one of them will go balance, mm-hmm. balance, and uh, you and, and it takes you a while to understand that. But when you get into the nitty gritty, you get into the playoffs. You have to be multiple. If you can't be multiple, you can't win. Not right. at the highest level. Uh, Jake Ware's had a pretty breakout season so yeah. far. He's really thrown the ball around. Uh, I look for this to be a game where he really opens it up. I think that this could be a type of game where Tupelo maybe has their most balanced game of the year. He could probably throw for around 200 yards, and they may rush for – David Hayes and co. may, yeah. may rush for uh, – and then I could see Jacob Horn had him a couple touchdowns. They've done a really good job this year of highlighting – of getting the guys that they know make them tick offensively the ball. And Brian Jones has done a, a really, really good job on the defensive side, losing what he lost. So. Yeah. Well, traditionally um – Hernando is one of those kind of schools over there in the DeSoto County area. Uh, they don't win big yearly, but they're always competitive in every game they play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, if, if they're playing a team that's going to score in the 50s, they'll keep up with them. Yeah. If they're playing a team that's going to play in the, the teens or the, the low 20s, they'll grind it out like that. They, I think they have two one-point wins against White Station and Whitehaven. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. Both of those schools are traditional oh, powers good. in Memphis. Yeah. You know, Whitehaven's always really good. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how – Athletes match up over that way, yeah. Um, just because there's a little bit of unknown, you know oh, what yeah. I mean, due to coverage area. 
I do think Jacob Horn will be the best athlete and player on the field. I agree. I really do. So, you know, they can kind of find a way to exploit his matchup, get him the ball in some space. I like yep. Tupelo in a close one. And, and I, I like I like Tupelo to really start division off play with a bang and, and, and kind of be a contender this year. And this, it's interesting to mention this real quick is, you know, the division alignment's changed, so DeSoto County has come back down, and now it's that old – Old five A division yeah. when you got South Haven, Tupelo, Horn, you know. So it's 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 going to be. There's a lot of teams that don't have film on each other right now because you know it, you're so used to. Especially the Desoto County area does a good job, like the GTR, of playing each other, playing schools from Memphis, staying local the first four or five weeks before uh, conference play starts. Going to be some interesting stuff because there's going to be some stuff that other each team has not seen from each other yeah. until they get into week four or five of division and, play. And, so. and true, true to what you're saying, when you tr- start comparing film, say of a of a Hernando versus a White Station or a South Haven versus a Carter right. or something like that, you know it's kind of it's kind of tough to really pan out what's going on because. You don't know um, anything about Carville. You don't, yeah, you don't exactly. know much about Carville. You know, you know that like CBHS and all those guys are really awesome. But Carville could have three or four D ones in one season, oh, yeah. or they could not be very good. It's just right. the it's the way of the road up there. So sure. I mean, it's, like you said, um, it's interesting how that shakes out right now. Huddle has been every coach's best friend oh, for the man, past ten for years. Sure, I mean, for sure. I remember when high school football coaches used to meet at McDonald's on the major highways <laughs> and swap the old reel. Yeah. It was real, and then it was a disc, and now it's just click. <laughs> I remember uh, back in the day when my dad, when he would go exchange film with folks, he always used to meet at a Shoney's. <laughs> I knew that would tug at your heartstrings. Tugged at my stomach. We went all the way to Grenada. This, to this, random Saturday morning one time, I was like, hey, man, you want to go to Shoney's? Yes, let's go. Man, was like, what, man? Our, like, what are y'all doing? We're like, we're going to Shoney's. Yeah, What's your problem? <laughs> Every time I go to Shoney's since then, I think I text you and say, hey, man, I'm in a Shoney's. We're going to have to take the uh, Miss 98 scoreboard show on the road one night to a Shoney's. If we go to a game and there's a Shoney's in town. Grenada. We, you know, we Grenada is our nearest. Okay. I found that there's one in Columbia, Tennessee. There's one in Grenada, and there's one in Hattiesburg. That's my three that I State know of championships right in Hattiesburg, hey? Okay, just checking that out there. Man, just saying. Moving right along here. Foreshadowing. Uh, yeah, foreshadowing. Uh, wrapping up our big five here, we got West Point at Lafayette. This is the wrong week for this game to be on. This is – I don't want to, as you would say, speak out of turn here, but can I be real? Be real, dog. This The winner of this game will represent the North in 5A in the state championship. There's no question in my mind. Yeah, they will. because And it has been, you yeah. know. It, it's been that way. Yeah. One of these two teams – you know, and, and that's not to discount Grenada because they've always got an incredibly salty football team. But they don't have the total number of twenty-two. Right, you know what I mean. Well, their second, their ancillary players, secondary yeah. athletes are never as their quite as, as good as West Point's and Lafayette's. Uh, Lafayette kind of hit a bump in the road. Big loss to Oxford. None of us kind of expected that. Uh, they're having not quarterback issues, but they move Randy Anderson. Uh, they've got I think it's Tyus Williams. They've they, sophomore. They've put him at quarterback, and and obviously Randy Anderson is now kind of like a Swiss Army knife. Right. They're able to get him around in space, put him at running back slot, play him on both sides of the ball, and I think it's helped them. Uh, but West Point's West Point. I don't want to speak too much to them. We know what they're going to do. We know their defense is unbelievable, and we know they're going to run the football. They're going to have yards this game. I think the key for Lafayette here is when it gets inside the twenties. What do they do? Yeah. Both sides of the ball. If Lafayette can find success probably through the air more likely against West Point, they've kind of shown a chink in their armor by watching what uh, Louisville and Stratville did through the air offensively against them. Uh, that's going to be have to be their calling card on the in the 20s. And then when they get on the other side of the ball defensively, I think it's going to be one of those deals kind of like we were talking about 
taking away the other strength with Houston and Awamba. They need to make West Point's Brandon Harris throw the football, now, and, and, which he can do. It's not that we're saying he can't do that. Uh, it's just that's what uh, – they can't just let him run yeah. inside the 20. Because if they if you let West Point do that, you've lost before you started. Well, LaFayette's got a, tr- a tremendous coaching staff. They're going oh, like to try to game plan to stop that Michael run. Michael Fair, Ben Ashley, mm-hmm. dude, they, man, they, they are lights out. Yeah, they're lights out. So easier said than done, but they're going to have a good game plan. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to say, I mean, I really feel like if they were to want to keep Keep it tight. Have a chance to win at the end. Then you get the ball to Randy Anderson. About I'm going to say this is a crazy number, ten to fifteen times outside the tackle box. Agree. You know what I mean? Agree. Like get him in space. Yeah, get him in space. One on one. Throw him some some wide receiver screens. You know, even when West Point. It being as good as they are defensively, one thing that's been their calling card, other than running the football down your throat, is they're not going to let you run the ball between the tackles. Exactly, exactly. And and that's that's a great point. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's that is going to be a huge key. And I think that plays into what I said about the passing game. They've really got to some quick stuff, some shovels, some screens, some tunnels. You know, I think they can have success that way. Okay, and you know, and two things to watch out for: um, trick plays. And special teams shenanigans. Just throwing that out there. And if there's anybody that ever does that better, it's Michael Fair. Yeah. I, I've seen him do it. Do you remember the Pontotoc game? Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. Don't want to open up a wound there. But For, yeah. Formations, man. I, I, man, You they got they Randy will, out there that can throw they'll it. They'll get sneaky. Yeah. They yeah. will get sneaky and, and may have to. May have to. May have to. But this, this one's going to be a good one. I am. Mm. I was going to say sixth game of the year. You can't hold anything <laughs> back. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> I like too, too much, much point, point yeah. man. Too much. I I want to. I want to. I, I can tell you this. Another key for success for Lafayette is being in this game early. Mm-hmm. Just about every team West Point plays, you get down two scores, you're beat. Beat. You're beat. Mm-hmm. It's just like playing Navy or a team that runs the wishbone. You know, Old Nebraska. You're old done. Nebraska. If you get down early, you're beat. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just going to lean on you. Uh, but I, th- you know, if I'm Laf- if I'm Michael Fair, uh, I want the ball first. I want to script my drive out, maybe run one of those trick plays you're talking about, mm-hmm. possibly go up and get up 7-0, put a little pressure on West Point. Uh, this is going to be a good one. My yeah, God, yeah. this is going to be a good one. I want to say Lafayette, man, but I, I just at the end I think West Point's just going to do what they do. Right. I think this time of year West Point is a little bit more prepared to win this game. Yeah. It might not be the case in November after We've the quarterbacks seen that. hit. If, yeah. I mean, we what, have Lafayette seen Lafayette has a way of making things happen. The shoe has been on both feet. For yep. each team, they've lost the regular season game, won the playoffs. As the know. calendar changes, you know what I mean, and months go by, once it gets November, just wild things happen. Injury bug, you never oh, yeah. know what will happen back then. But this week, I like too much point. Yeah, I do. me too. Me All right, too. well, that was our big five. And I'm going to tell you, there's some other pretty notable games coming up in the, I ain't never in in the rundown. never in one week. Yeah, so I'm going to go through the rundown pretty quick and uh, interject whenever you want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, All no, right. absolutely. So, all right, I'll skip the ones we've already been over, but uh, here we go. Uh, Aberdeen at Nettleton. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. We got Yeah, that would be, that would be a fun be, game. I mean, yeah. Aberdeen's kind of on the men. Nettleton's the found, it had been a little up and down. I, I like a low-scoring ball game. It'll be a good atmosphere at Nettleton on a Friday. Oh, yes, sir. It will be. With that, Aberdeen kind of close, a little, little bit of proximity rivalry. They ought to call that the Chick Money Bowl. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about Chris Pace from Aberdeen. Chick. <laughs> anyway, all right, we got Amory at New Albany. It's a good if one. If it was any other week, that may be our game of the week. I know. I know. And we go to Taylor's. Points, 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 points in that one. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Uh, Belmont at Red Bay. Bruce at Potts Camp. Oh, man, as far as I'm concerned right now, Potts Camp only got one game this week. 
Just make it. Make they, sure. just scan down. Make sure because we really don't know. <laughs> well, they're not they playing Alcorn last week. They did. The they're way. not playing Alcorn Central this week. But okay. but they but they did have a big win this that, week. That, I mean, that's a huge. I mean, you know, stepping up at two classifications, getting yeah. a win, even if it is Alcorn Central. That's that's. They're doing a good job. And you know, I tell you, we hadn't talked a lot about Potts Camp, and this isn't one of those. You know, where we're talking about Kemper Academy. Right. Yeah. This is not a joke. This is serious but talk. They, they've gotten some basketball players. I think they've got Mitchell Salisbury out. Yeah. And uh, putting a guy like that with that kind of size and athleticism out outside the numbers in that classification. They could really, they could really be in some games we don't expect them to, especially with a little. They, you know, as far as one A is concerned in the North, there's the division that's like the SEC West times eight, and, not. and then there's the one that's not so bad. Right, yeah. Uh, they're in the one that's not so bad. They could, they could, I could see them being a player in that division and yeah. maybe shocking somebody. For sure, for sure. Um, you know, speaking to them getting some players out, uh, when you're a traditional <laughs> basketball school and you don't yeah. have football, it takes a few generations. Sure. To to kind of get that that mentality of hey it's okay to play football you know I mean it just really so and I, I think you know obviously because I you know you see a lot of most schools that have you know say a D one guy mm-hmm. on the basketball court their football coach is going to approach him at some point and say mm-hmm. hey man just come out here yeah. a lot of the times it's unsuccessful so kudos to their coaching staff for being able to get him out there getting him involved early throwing him some passes getting him in the end zone see how much he likes it putting know? him in a red jersey and practice <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> for sure don't for sure. hit him yeah all right uh, we got uh, buyers at Coldwater, Cowan Academy at North Sunflower yeah. Cowan City at North Pontotoc that's a sneaky good little game it is because Crockwell's teams get better as the season goes on and I'm gonna tell you this that would be it wouldn't look like it on paper but that would be a huge win for Andy Crockwell. The one common denominator they both got. They both played Water Valley. This game is going to be good just based on, I think, that Calhoun City is the perfect opponent for North considering North's move up. Mm-hmm. Right before they jump into division play, you get a team that really plays kind of like a middle-of-the-road 4A team right. or maybe even a little a better than above average 4A team. Water Valley beat uh, North Pontotoc 7 to nothing. Last week, Calhoun City with a huge win over Water Valley, fourteen to nothing. This one's going to be good uh, in the betting world. This be a trap game for yeah. Calhoun City I, I, after Water Valley and before division play. That is what's been play. in the back of my head, mm-hmm. man. Is you know because Calhoun City has got those traditional games against East Webster, Uport. You know that they're used to that. This is and this is a game that has not been played in a while. Calhoun yeah. City and North have not played in a while. Andy Crotwell will have his guys ready to he play. He's a this master game, game player. No question in my mind. I wish our I wish our listeners could have seen McKinley's eyes start to twitch and him start to get itchy over here when I mentioned the trap game and the gambling reference. So Jonesy or me? You? Oh, you were looking at Jonesy. I know. Did his eyes twitch? His eyes twitch too. But you're, you, McKinley, got the itch when I started talking about gambling. But no, yeah, you did. I had a good weekend. <laughs> that's good. It's good. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, East Union at Hatley, uh, Faulkner at Ashland, Grenada at Saltillo. That's a. That's a. Satilla showed me some metal last week. You know, I really hate we had to leave to go to the scoreboard show. I did not realize that Satilla was – you may not have known this either. You know, Satilla was up 20-6 to six at one point in that game. Well, I, I was looking through the – you know, like looking through Twitter trying oh, to do scores. Oh, trying to get yeah, scores. But no, like, I didn't. Uh, but, I mean. dude, you know, it's – you know, obviously, I, I mean, I like Grenada. I think they're just a little bit better. I think Satilla's probably athletes. a year or two away yeah. from probably being in this game a little bit better. Uh, but shout-out to Coach Summers for really – I mean, yeah. For a one in three football team, 
that was a full set of stands last Friday for night. For sure. Very good atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, that'll be that'll be fun. I like Grenada pull away late, but that South Hill is gonna find its legs at some point. Grenada's probably got one or two a little bit more dynamic athletes. Yeah, I think they've got a, I think they got a state good. commit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, we got uh, Myrtle at Biggersville and Noxapater at Tupelo Christian. Myrtle at Biggersville is gonna be a sneaky good game. That would be a good AI game. Nugent, AI Nugent, Biggersville yeah, I knew you. Yeah, Biggersville with the Q. Well, the one Q. Quentin one Q. Knight left, but that'll be a good game. Yeah, uh, we got Noxapater at Tupelo Christian. That'll be a good one a game. Dude, yeah. that may be the one a game of the week. It might be. Yeah. Uh, Knox Pater, huge win over uh, Smithville last weekend yeah, and, in overtime. Yeah, and TCPS, and, uh, TCPS beat, French uh, beat French Camp. That's that division. You know, we just talked about it. That's the SEC West of the state. Uh, expect some fireworks in that game. Yeah, yeah. We got Oak Hill Academy at Marshall Academy. Ripley at Pontotoc. Interesting game for both teams on the mend a little bit. Um, Ripley has kind of slid a little bit. You know, they've 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 played some really really good teams. Uh, but they 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 come up on the short end on a handful of those games, lots of close losses. I like Pontotoc coming off a of bye week. Okay, I know I've said that. Getting before, them on the board I, this I, year. I hate to, I'm not trying to sound like a homer because we work there, but have some two weeks to out. prepare. I think they'll have a good game plan. Uh, you know, and, and Ripley has been kind of susceptible to being able to throw the ball. Uh, I think Pontotoc will lock in on Jamal Brooks. I think this will be a low scoring game. I like Pontotoc. Mm, good call there. Good call there. Uh, we got a uh, another proximity rivalry here: Shannon at Oklahoma. Y'all want to have fun? Go to that game. <laughs> if you're not looking for a juggernaut game this week, because Shannon's going to win this game by four or five touchdowns, but if you're looking to have a good time, go to Shannon and Oklahoma. That will funny. be that. There will be something that you the remember of, from that game that did not happen on the field that you'll talk about for a couple years. For sure, yeah. It and always it, is. It's, it's always is. So. Good stuff. Yeah, if you don't have anybody to root for this weekend, that's a really good one. <laughs> Absolutely, Root man. for yourself and go to that one. Uh, we got Smithville at Hamilton, South – uh, <laughs> I almost said South Pontotoc at Starbull, but it's South Pontotoc at Walnut. That'll be a good game. That'll be a competitive game. Yeah. That'll be a competitive game. Uh, South Haven at Oxford. Another really good game. Uh, yeah, you know, South Haven's got the two D1 commits. Yes. One going to Ole Miss, one going to Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah, and then yeah. Oxford's loaded. Oxford, you know, yeah. Oxford. Um, special teams might come into play there. I agree. Tannehill. Um, Tish County at Alcorn Central. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> – hey <laughs> – that game, we laugh. We laugh because both those teams are not traditionally very good. But that game will mean a lot to a lot of people up it in that will. part of the The world. folks of, what is that, Glenn and Burnsville. Burnsville, man. Oh, yeah. That game will mean a lot to a lot. That'll be a full packed house, packed house game, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. It will be. It will be. And where's the place we went and ate up there one time? At Tish. Yeah, at Tish. Top of the river. Top of the river. In that's Mickey, right. Tennessee. Mickey, that's right across that, state that'd be line. A top of the river. Game. World's largest seafood platter. You got to go check it out. If if you're going, if you're ever going to Tish or Corinth or Kasuth, it's only about ten to fifteen minutes up the road. Go check that Mickey, out. Mickey, Tennessee, right? Mickey, Tennessee, spelled Mitchie. Yeah, but it's a good, it's a good trip. Yeah, but it's a, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun, fun trip to take. I always make the mistake of ordering the world's largest seafood platter. Same here. Yeah, I never finish it. Can't ever eat it. They bring you cornbread and onions <laughs> before you eat. I know. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we got the. Uh, the Generals of Washington School against the Volunteers of Starville Academy. It's a big MAIS matchup. Starville, Starville Academy, Academy by yeah, by a billion. Uh, no slight to the folks of Washington School. But Starville no. Academy is pretty good. Uh, West Lowndes of Vardaman. I like West Lowndes on that Same. one. Big. Uh, West Memphis, Arkansas at Hebron Christian, and then uh, the open slates this week. We have Holly Springs, Boonville, and Casuth. Interesting. Boonville has a week off after after a big big win over a five A school. That's you know it, they probably needed a week off just to get prepared because everything is pointing to and I don't care what anybody says that Boonville Amory game in three or four weeks going to decide right. that division. 
they'll both get rolling. Good strategic sure. move by Kasuth taking the week off after Corinth before they move into division play. Absolutely. Yeah, They're probably battered and bruised. Well, we call that the black and blue ball. Yeah, for sure, week, for so. sure. Well, man, I tell you what, it's been good catching up with you. Yes, absolutely. Um, man, I, you know where Gore's at? He's supposed to be here like like at least hours ago. He really was, yeah. I don't know. Did he stand us up? He stood us up. He stood us up. That's Rascal. okay. Yeah, that's cool. Well, maybe we can get a word in for him or something like that. Yeah, I'm we sure may he's, have to. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a he's got a prediction probably about one we didn't even think about this week. Oh yeah, sure. he'll he'll bring up a game for sure three hours away. But for anyway, sure. uh, no, it's been great, man. I, I look forward to this week, man. I'm gonna we're gonna have so much fun Friday recalling out some of these games and what happened and, and yeah. so forth and so on. And eating them fried Oreos from Jimmy's oh, Seaside. I, I, okay, I wanted them so bad last week. I hope he doesn't bring them. This I know. Time I don't I need them, Brian. I had. Did I tell you what I did Saturday night? I'm not trying to drag out, but well, yeah, you did. You told I me you went on a six mile. I was trying walk, to get you to come to KOK to drink the reason I meals did that is because I went and you know I'm counting calories. I I'm budgeted out twenty three sixty a day, and usually if you know if I walk or walk jog a mile or two, mm-hmm. you know I can go over that and maybe yeah. you know treat myself on the weekend. I had four thousand seven hundred calories on Friday when I have been eating twenty three hundred. Mm-hmm. I woke up Saturday and felt. Horrible, terrible. So Saturday night, after I watched football, I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go walk." And I, I really just I watched the second half of Georgia and Notre Dame on my phone while I walked six miles, and it passed like that. That's dedication, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, folks, we appreciate you tuning in. Go to a football game this Friday night. We have given you an opportunity to go to twenty of them that are going to be unreal. Yeah, and also do us a favor when you go eat your pregame meal. Please people have tweet people us. have been sending in pictures to <laughs> us of the places they go eat. Tag it with – send it to Miss 98 Scores, at Miss 98 Scores. Even if it's not a fish yeah, house. Even if it's not a fish house, and just and let us Use see Use the hashtag, went. Fish House Friday. Fish House Friday, hashtag. And we'll retweet it and give you a comment, and if the place is awesome, we'll give you a thumbs up. And if the place sucks, we'll probably just give you a retweet. So. And then if it's if it's <laughs> unbelievable to the point where you need to tell us we need to go, yeah. let us know. Let us know. Because we, we, we are always about that. But, again, thank you all for listening. Uh, we look forward to being with you Friday on Miss 98 Scoreboard Show on 98.5 and uh, Miss98.net. And then there's an app, I think, too. The Miss 98 <laughs> Always app. miss the app. Yeah. And, anyway. and also stick around for about 30 minutes after the show's over if you like really good old school country music. Uh, yes, we, we will be on the ones and twos after the show next week. Thanks for listening to The Happening Pod. Check us out on Instagram at Happening Pod and on Twitter at The Happening Pod. It's been Brian and Mac for Miss 98 Score Show and Gore also. Uh, he'll check. I'm in. We will catch you next week. Hey, man. Score again. Totally forgot, and I'm sorry, to uh, give you my preview on uh, on TCPS and Knox Pater Friday night. So, hold up. How are you going to get pulled over, man? What? What did I do? What do you mean? You failed to stop on a red signal. Light. The light was yellow, light day. No. May I see your license, please? No. That... Damn it, man. I haven't hold been pulled up. over in six months. What? Six months? What do you mean you ain't been put? I bet those cops have got squads. They got, huh? State, county, municipal, what? offender, data, system. Anyway, hey, sorry about that, guys. Anyway, look, um, hopefully this guy ain't about to go to jail. L- Elwood, Elwood, whatever his name is. Anyway, man, so yeah, look, Noxipator's really good. 2-0 in the division. Took overtime to beat Smithville. They've only given up 14 points inside conference play this year. So, you know, I tell you, they're going to face a much improved, dramatically improved offense in TCPS. But I still like Noxipater to come back and win. Hold up, here comes the cop. Noxipater to win this, by the way.
We show your license currently under suspension. Hey, you step gotta out step out of the car. Out of the car. Oh, God, I knew I should have gotten in the car with you guys. Hey, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Why are you cranking that? Oh, God. Hey, I gotta go. We're going to jail. <laughs>